Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Welcome back to another thirst-quenching episode of Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse Harley, and with me, as always, is my good buddy, Reese Waters. Reese, say hello to our audience. Hello, audience. And this is a very special episode. Uh, because for the first time ever, uh, we are in virtual reality. Uh, that's right. If you go and put on your virtual reality helmet this. right now. This. Do it again. Point. This. Point. Yeah, so yeah. there's so, a 360 camera. A 360 camera in the middle of the table. If you don't have a virtual reality helmet. It's just going to look really weird. Uh, no, you this can, on YouTube. You can still, it's going to be on YouTube. You yeah, can it's scroll gonna, around. It's going to look weird, but you can, I guess you can scroll around. Yeah, you can scroll, scroll around. Scroll Use your mouse. Scroll around. Just scroll it's around. It's fine. It's fine. So Reese is on one side. So we need to talk with our hands. Yeah. So. And it's, I'm on the other side of the table and it's going to be really freaky. So put your helmet on and go to YouTube and watch our video. You can, you can put down your 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 podcast player and go and put on your virtual reality helmet and watch us live now reese of course got a haircut and put on fresh clothes and i didn't put fresh clothes, didn't put I fresh put, clothes. Just, well i just, did this morning okay right and like i totally forgot that this was a thing so like my hair is unkempt i forgot to shave and i'm wearing my baggiest shirt of course so uh welcome thanks and if you're if you're doing this in vr i highly recommend you get a swivel chair so that you can just constantly propel yourself in one direction to so you can see reese and then see me and then see reese and then see me and have a just, bag ready just, to Pick, just pick whoever's face you like the most. 
and stick with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people can read between the lines what I meant there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is a very special episode. In, They're in, all very special. Reese. If you're not, if you're not going to bother with the VR stuff or going to YouTube, I'm very sorry that we just spent a few minutes talking about it and that we'll just get on with the episode. <laughs> yeah, sure. That That's was the small talk. <laughs> um, this episode has nothing to do with politics or Canada. My favorite type of episode in Canadian politics is boring. <laughs> and it's because, because this episode is going out on uh, March the 1st, which is a very special I day. I can't get away with, I can't lean away from the camera to sniff. You'll see me. So I might as well just. Yeah. Jesse has a bad nose. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a very special day. Can you guess what special day it is? March the 1st. Today is March 1st? No. Today is is late today is the february the 25th but this is going out on march the first this isn't live right <laughs> <laughs> it's the camera that confused me because it's blinking in my face so i just keep picturing this as live for a second um it's like you're not gonna guess no it's saint david's day the uh the welsh national day so uh saint david is to wales what saint patrick is to ireland Okay. You know, you know what St. Patrick's Day is. I know of St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. So it's a big day yep. of celebration. Well, it's St. David's Day. My friend day. Ryan, his birthday is on St. Patrick's Day. So Wonderful. dual celebration for him. St. Ryan's I Day. Have to use my hands more because we're in yeah. VR. Um, so, uh, so for this, I thought, well, let's 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 uh, mess around. Should have props or something like confetti shooters this is, or this like props. Is I've got this can of I've, uh, I've, carbonated water. I've got a, a mug of decaf coffee with MCT oil. Anyway, um, so this because this episode is for St. David's Day, um, I was going to just talk about a weird story from Welsh history, which I thought you might appreciate. Okay. This uh, weirdly hypnotic, I feel like you're about to, to bite me in, with venom or something. Uh, anyway, do you know what a druid is? No, I've heard of it, but I don't know what one is. So druids are kind of the inspiration for what you would call a wizard. I guess. So like a mysterious magical. I'm a wizard. Like, right. Wizards didn't sound like that. Are you sure? Like Merlin or um, all those kind of like, if you, you don't do, know, if you do like Dungeons and Dragons, been around when wizards were there, they, they might have sounded all nasally and geek-like. They didn't have a North American accent. That's for certain. All right. Well, that's yeah. okay. I'll keep that one. <laughs> um, so the, <laughs> the earliest written reference to a druid date back, dates back 2,400 years ago. And so these were wizards. Welsh well, they wizards. Were, they weren't Welsh. Well, they were... Welsh wizards. They were kind of like Welsh wizards, I, I guess. mean, <clears throat> with Welsh accents. But they... they so can you, you know, with a thick Welsh accent, thicker than yours, because I know there's like 20 different Welsh accents, which is... Because we went over that in a There's more podcast. than that. There's more than more that. More than... All right, that's impressive. The thickest Welsh accent that you can impersonate, say, I'm a wizard. I'm a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> Was that Welsh enough for you? That was great. Yeah, was, cool. Made my day. Hey, maybe that. No, maybe a bit. I'm a wizard. Anyway, that's my Welsh. There so, 2,400 years ago, first they first appeared or were first recorded, and 1,200 years ago they vanished. They were re- replaced by Christianity. Or they opened people, a portal to a different dimension. People and gave said, up Fuck on this place. People gave up on magic. So. Um, <laughs> So, so it, like, people stop believing in magic, so they stopped existing? They only get their power through belief. And people clapping their hands? Yeah. No, yeah. no. Well, they just... they just Those fairies. They went out right. of fashion. <clears throat> in right. yeah. okay. um, so, in ancient Britain, they served a variety of roles. They were philosophers, teachers, judges, um, the repository of... These are magicians we're no, talking about? They weren't magicians. They People thought they had... Because they understood 
they had like forbidden knowledge that we would probably call like magic. No, knowledge of science and herbs and, and things like that. They, 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 people thought okay. it was magic. They were like, I rubbed this leaf on you, and now you don't feel bad anymore. And they'd be like, wow, that's magic. It wasn't. They were just, they had knowledge. Come that, on, Reese, have a little faith. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so because they understood the natural world and everything like that, and they, they, they kept that information within a close circle, they were very, okay. very influential. Um, and they were often considered to be the mediators between the humans and the gods. So the Celts believed in like they were everything had some kind of possession. Water was it's like a sacred place. Water was often seen as a portal between two worlds, and um, every kind of like plant and creature was considered to be, um, you know, of spiritual importance. Cool, which is cool. Okay. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. So and they could throw fireballs from their hands. Yeah, only if, but only when they're angry, right? So, yeah. <laughs> which is all the time. These are Welsh people we're talking. About. But everything we know about druids didn't write anything down. They were podcasters in that they only spoke. <laughs> is so that, it was all oral tradition. Oh, is that true? They, they did? didn't write anything down. Everything was passed down through experience and through, uh, Are you through stories. Yeah. So everything. Did they not have a written language then? Uh, uh, I, I don't know if they did have a written language. It's just that that wasn't part of the culture. Everything was through oral kind of. Uh, through the oral traditions of stories, and and it was just a different way of communicating. So all their lore, all their herbal knowledge, all their magic tricks, <laughs> all their were, magic tricks were passed down through oral. Yeah, just speaking through right. not yeah through oral traditions. <laughs> Thank you. Get your mind out of it. Um, so everything we know about them is secondhand knowledge from people who weren't druids. Such a picture them. Okay. <laughs> Teach okay. someone else. Do I really need to do this? Yes. I'm sharing my wisdom. <laughs> Prepare for wisdom. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and, and, and <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm picturing like, like we a, don't need like to, we don't need to visual porn, like an academic porn or it's just like no i'm not gonna i'm just gonna i'm not gonna let's just, Should we just move on let's just move yeah, on. yeah yeah <laughs> anyway um but they weren't just in wales they were across a lot of thank you for stopping yeah, me yeah it's fine about to describe yeah a porn i'm making up in my head <laughs> don't need your wizard porn in this episode um <laughs> anyway so Uh, um, the, Dru the Druids could be found oh. in uh, Britain and Gaul, which is modern-day France. Okay. Remember Asterix? He was I, a Gaul. I never really watched it or read it. He was a Gaul. Anyway. Um, How do you spell it? Uh, G-A-U-L. Okay. And that's what France is today? You yeah. Gaul? Yeah. They were the, when the Celts were the main people, they, they, it was called Gaul. Like 2,000 years ago? Yeah. Like before the Romans arrived. Wow. So um, the writer, and I, this is a funny name, I think it's Latin, Dio, Chrysos, Dio Chrysostom, who lived 1900 years ago. So that was, that was a, you know, quite a while ago. Yeah. I'm sure if, if he had a bank account, it would be worth a lot of money with interest today. Um, he compared uh, uh, druids to kind of um, shamans or the, the magi or brahmins of India. So um, they, they, they were kind of dev devoted to the prophetic arts. So they try and predict the future using mysterious the, the things. Prophetic arts? And, or uh, the prophetic arts? And they were prophetic the, arts. Pro prophetic, prosthet prosthetic prosthetic arts. Prosthetic, prophetic. Yeah. They, they okay. could see the future and they right. were wise. That's and what they had, And they had artificial limbs. And they, they might have, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, a Druidism is often associated with people, the Celtic people, who covered 
Britain and France of that era. Um, but the settlements were found in Turkey um, and even Celtic mercenaries uh, actually served under Cleopatra um, uh, during some wars in Egypt. Huh. So they were kind of quite um, quite important in Europe. And, <clears throat> but they had some weird beliefs. So uh, Pliny the Elder, which is a great name. Hi, Pliny the Elder. Here's my card. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of the end. I'm here to dispel some wisdom. Yeah, exactly. you. Take your pants off. <laughs> Who also lived? He lived two thousand years ago, so he was older than the Chrysothemoto, whatever his name Simoka- was. <laughs> I can't remember his you're, name. I'm go. You're doing great. Plenty the elder. Um, Plenty the elder. And my brother, Plenty the younger. And uh, <laughs> anyway. uh, so, the, apparently, mistletoe on the fifth day of the moon was really important to druids and Celts. Hold say that again. Mistletoe, yeah, and the, the fifth, kissing thing, and the fifth day of the moon. <laughs> That's yeah, all I know uh, about the plant. It's just the, the, berries, and you have to kiss if you're under it. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and also, um, he talked about. Hold on, the, hold on, let's go. We'll go back to this. So, on the fifth day of mistletoe, so mistletoe, no, the fifth, fifth day of the moon, the fifth day of the moon, mistletoe. So, what does mistletoe have to do? Mistletoe with is like a sacred berry to them. Okay, it symbolizes fertility, <laughs> and the fifth moon is. I thought there was only one, but when the fifth one comes around, you're good. <laughs> um, so, I've been uh, waiting a while. Yeah, and, and fertility and animal sacrifice was important. Nothing so, gets, nothing turns you on more than animal sacrifice. <laughs> animal sacrifice, and poisonous just... berries. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to read this, and this is from his. This is from his from his quote, and I'm going to read what's it to you. What's the guy's name again? Uh, Pliny the Elder. So Pliny the Elder, bring bring thither two white bulls, the horns of which are bound, and then for the first time, clad in a white robe, the priest ascends the tree and cuts the mistletoe with a golden sickle, which is received by others in a white cloak. They then immolate the victims. Uh, while offering pay, pay, pr- praise, um, they kill them. Wrote oh. Pliny the Elder. It is the belief that to them that the mistletoe taken in drink will impart fertility to all animals that are barren, and that it is an antidote for all poisons. It is often said that druids practiced human sacrifice, but this may not be accurate because it was written okay. again. It was written by other people, not by druids, and all the people writing them were the Romans. So the Romans uh, wanted to discredit, of course, them. So. History is written by the victor. Uh, I don't know who Victor was, but he had a lot of he wrote a lot of books. Your dad jokes are Diodorus. This is a great name, Diodorus Seculus. Diodorus. Diodorus Seculus. It's like a, it's like a it's tra- like an advice it's like a train is a trainer that sucks you. <laughs> Sports gear. Jesus Christ. I Dear the Doris. Name Diodorus Seculus. You can run fast. <laughs> And it does other things. Um, so uh, he was two thousand years old, and he said that uh, okay. <laughs> he said that the uh, druids he druids were always present during a human sacrifice, but it wasn't the druids that did it; they just watched. But I don't know if any of this is true. So um, I'm but, so not used to having a camera on me when we do these podcasts. I know you keep I'm being so silly. More... I'm not going to do it again. I like, guess like having a child for too many green M and M's. No, I'm just I'm saying it's like I'm more self-conscious now of because I'm being watched at all times. Here's a tip for you: don't worry about the camera looking at you because that's how everybody else sees you all the time anyway. So <laughs> thanks. No problem. <laughs> it's very. It's <laughs> helpful. Do you, do you want to know how the druids died? It's quite. I epic. wasn't dancing, by the way. I was mimicking 
the uh, the description of uh, Diodorus Siculus. No, the other one, um, uh, Pliny the Elder. Pliny the Elder. Yeah, yeah. With the mistletoe and the killing of people. It was just it was for Diodor- for anyone who's watching our podcast who can't hear that small segment was for them. Yeah. <laughs> just for you. Just for just you. For you. Um, do, do you want to find out if the Druids died? All of them? It was quite, ep- it was quite, it was quite epic. No, they, they were kind of massacred in one go. Oh. Largely. Your favorite. Okay, yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, let's bring on the gore and violence. Woo. Reese's favorite comedy segment. Um, Fucking so, hell. by the year 50 AD, do you remember 50 AD? Vividly. Yeah. Uh, what were we thinking Good back year. then? Yeah. What were we thinking? <laughs> Um, most of southern England had fallen to the to um, to the Roman Empire, uh, and areas in in the in the west of the UK, um, there were several tribes that had managed to keep uh, Romans out through constant guerrilla warfare. Fifty AD. Fifty AD. All right. So, like, Jesus's followers would might still be alive in their eighties. Yeah. Okay. So it was, it was a long just time. a whole bunch of like cantankerous long... bastards sitting around in the desert. There's a there's a knight somewhere um, waiting for Indiana Jones to turn up with a bunch of Nazis <laughs> in a cave. Just arrived. Just put, just taking his shoes off. Um, that's how long ago we're talking. <laughs> no, that's back. No, the knight arrived there later. Don't ignore that. <laughs> that's a bad example. Anyway. Sweet tap dancing Jesus on a popsicle stick. You've reached the middle of the episode. That means a very special announcement for all you people out there in podcast land. Stay tuned. So uh, the Celts would fight the Romans, but they fought very different. You know, Romans used to like have big shields and armor and fight in a very organized way. I've heard. Well, Celts were quite different. They were taller than the Romans, <clears throat> which oh. which kind of intimidated them. But also, they uh, they would blow these horns that would kind of create weird like soundscapes as they battled. Can you do an Impression no, of this horn for no. me, please. Weird discordant horns. Oh, come on. They said, <laughs> You're going to die. Somewhere. <laughs> um, and they had, the they horn. Had, Did it okay? Yeah. They had deep, harsh voices and they beat their swords rhythmically against their shields. And sometimes they were known for fighting naked because they believed in re- reincarnation. They weren't worried about dying. And also, uh, they thought it would intimidate people more if you were willing to run and fight in a battle with a short sword and a shield completely naked. That's pretty intimidating to have a naked person running at you. Yes, I, 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 mean, I mean they were my sudden shield. I'd drop it and run away and go. He's going to rub his balls on me. Yep, that's that would be my number one concern. In, in and that's battle, why the Romans not dying. And but that's why the Romans the, really struggled yeah. to take over because <laughs> they were afraid of of other men rubbing their balls on them in battle. And also, they yeah, thought it was a, they they could move faster because they were naked. They weren't weighed I mean, down that's by armor. True, but like, and you could get slippery if, as well. If only armor had some sort of use other than weighing you down <laughs> in battle oh gosh why would other people wear them it just sounds silly to me <laughs> so uh, the romans knew that if they were going to beat the celtic tribes they needed to wipe out the druid class who had all the forbidden what, secret like completely knowledge. naked like not even just some underwear no no they, they, they like the, you know the, the everything would be flapping about as they ran towards you screaming blowing a weird horn that's intimidating. I think that's good tactics. <laughs> Make sure you flap real hard ne- there, bit boys. Of advice. If you ever get in a bar fight, strip naked, and then come on then, and they bet they'll leave you alone. Probably, especially if you're flapping about while chasing them down the street. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> flapping about. Everything's flapping, flapping about. about. Yeah. Our next podcast, Everything's Flapping About with Reese <laughs> and Jesse. <laughs> anyway, um, so the, the, the Roman general, Suetonius Paulinus, 
I'm serotonin. I'm going to guess that every name that you pronounce is wrong. Correct. From, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to send us an email to criticize my Latin, they will. Then feel. <laughs> Um, so in 57 AD, he'd had enough, and he realized he'd have to wipe out the Druids. He'd have to take all that forbidden knowledge, that kind of important, <clears throat> wise So class. hold on, who, they were wiped out in one battle, or? No, well, I'll, I'll get to this. Now. Get so, to so okay. these, the guerrilla warfare, they were losing people. It was really hard to take over the island, but if they managed to... This is the Romans. The Romans. We're attacking the, which island? The Wales. U, uh, uh, the, the UK. The UK, Great, Great right. Britain, which was <clears throat> populated by Celts mainly at this time. So... Uh, Anglesey or Anismon was the Druid, the, is, is an island um, that is north of uh, Wales. It, it's kind of just above, if you look at a, a map of Wales, there's this big island. What's pronounced? How do you pronounce uh, it? Again? Anglesey or Anismon is the Welsh. Anismon. Right. Um, and that was the sacred home of the Druids. So that was like their holy land. Huh. So they, the Romans decided to go there because they knew that. They could they could wipe out a lot, most of the druids in one go because that's where a lot of the, um, uh, I guess the training there was a big community there that would that was the epicenter of that religion essentially. So it's like if you wanted to like I don't know it's like going to Ottawa. <laughs> if if Americans or some other country if decided Justin to was just druid just wipe out Ottawa. But just Ottawa. Just Ottawa. I don't know if any other would, Canadians would notice really <laughs> anything's changed. They would. You know. Well, I, I mean, like, really? like, like Ottawa, but if it was important. Let's rephrase it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's rephrase it. Um, so anyway. Uh, We're doing a great job at convincing Justin Trudeau to get on our show. I know. Is, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, as the sacred home of the Druids, the, the Romans went there and they marched there um, and they were... Um, there was a lot of guerrilla attacks by, not by guerrillas, but by... Um, <laughs> by <laughs> Thank you for that uh, distinction. Um, <laughs> but the Romans were superstitious. And so the Romans completely outnumbered the Druids. And the Druids were on this island with... And they weren't really warriors necessarily. They were like priests and uh, doctors and shamans. So they... they <clears throat> but I'm sure they had protection, did they not? Well, they would have, but a lot of them, the they, they, they thrived in guerrilla attacks. So if, right. if if there's a big army column marching, you can't stop them unless you kind of have a way of distracting them more than anything else. Yeah, how would they do that? What are their what are their guerrilla tactics? So a lot of the time you think it was hard, especially in Wales, is very mountainous with long, thin paths. And you're naked. So the, and, you, and yeah, and, well, you're not. The Romans weren't naked. But you think about... The Romans were naked? The Romans weren't naked. No, oh, right, oh, right. The, yeah, this is the so, Romans you're talking about. So you think about, about okay. you're walking, you're trying to cross a mountain range over a single path. Well... If you don't know that territory very well, right. you're all split up in a long, thin line. It's easy for people to come and pick you off in with like spears and uh, you know, bits flapping around. And your bits flapping around. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up again. And That's also, good. interestingly, um, women also fought up in battle. They had a, they were they were women and men fought together in battle, which freaked the Romans out because and increased the number of flappy bits. Exactly, there, yeah. there was double the flapping. <laughs> Anyway. Was that their battle cry? Yeah, double flap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they um uh, because because the Romans believed were superstitious and they believed they heard all the rumors about druids sa sacrificing humans and having magic powers, they were already on edge because they were going to the <laughs> spiritual home of wizards to wipe right. out the wizards. So <laughs> um so they're a little bit scared. So what they what they uh what uh, Tacitus was a uh, was a Roman who was there, and he definitely he, sounds like a Roman name. Yeah, yeah. his his uh, his account is one of the few accounts of what happened. So, uh, 
on the so there was a between Anismon and North Wales is a very shallow estuary, and when the water goes up, you can actually some people can drive across. So it, it's it wasn't they weren't protected on the island. Okay. Um. So they stood either side of this short estuary. So on the shore stood the forces of the enemy, which he's talking about the Druids, a dense array of arms and men with women dashing through the ranks like like the Furies, the Druids pouring forth dire imprecations with their hands up, lifted upwards towards the heavens and struck terror into the soldiers. So they had like fire, they had like special effects going on, they were doing all these chants just to scare the shit out of the Romans. It was working. It, for a while, and apparently... Um, like the Romans were taken aback at first, and it took them a while to collect themselves. But then they realized that they had a shitload of swords <laughs> and modern weaponry and some of the best tactics in the world at the time. True. And they overcame it. So they crossed the estuary with um, shallow boats once they kind of came to their senses. And they, they just killed everyone. Seriously? Yeah. That's gross. Um, the men, women, and children. Oh, armed, God, good. Armed and unarmed, young and old, and... Uh, they, they hurled the bodies under makeshift funeral pyres. Um, and then... Uh, you fucking love this shit. You eat this up. <laughs> I don't just... love, I love people to... So Suetonius... Uh, What's his name again? Suetonius. Suetonius. Suetonius, the general. Gen- Sewer. Hi, I'm General Suetonius. Here's my card. <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm not sure how many cards. So they, they, <laughs> they went across... Uh, Anglesey slash and his mon, uh, destroying all of the sacred groves and smashing all the temples to pieces and basically destroying the whole holy island of Druids. Fucking Romans. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so after that, um, it, it did speed up the the conquest of the UK or of much of the UK. Uh, it still took them another 20 years, <laughs> which is pretty, that's a long time. That's a long time, to, a wipe, long time. to wipe out all the Druids. To wipe out all the Druids and to t- totally conquer uh, the, the entirety of, of Wales. Jesus Christ. So, the, you know, we talk about war these days. I think it, an idea of a 20-year-long war where they uh, slowly try to massacre everyone is uh, it's, gives you a sense of perspective. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, so then the Druids were kind of pretty much So if you war. think it's been a hard year because you have to wear a mask when going in to get your bagel, just think of the 20-year-long Destroy destruction to emit. Just basically take over the not emancipation. Just, yeah, genocide. Genocide. Yeah, yeah. Twenty long year genocide. Twenty year long. Oh my god. Use your words, Jesse. Against the Romans. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It could be worse. Could be. It always could be. Yes. Yeah, so. It could be a, a legion of Roman warriors uh, trying to murder you and your family. Oh, the only place you could hide is uh, mountains where it rains a lot. And you think you're be, naked. And you think to eat is sheep. The only. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> for food and for comfort. Yeah. But uh, apparently the Dru- some Druids survived in Ireland until the 8th century, but people didn't see them, take them sensibly. Uh, didn't, people didn't take them seriously even. So they were seen as the people used to go to them for love potions and that kind of stuff. So they weren't like the center of, uh, of society as they were in the Celts. They were much more like a, like <clears throat> a, like, like a, a wizard that lives in, in an old stone cottage far outside the village. You want to make her love you? You need to go to the wizard and get a love potion. That kind of thing. So what's the wizard's name, Reese? Mm. Uh, wizard. Just uh, wizard, 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 the uh, wizard? Uncle wizard. <laughs> Uncle. <laughs> the wizard. Uncle wizard, the wizard. Uncle wizard, the wizard. <laughs> he needs to work on his branding. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So that was it. That was it. The, Dru- the Druids. Uh, now, and now people, 
there are a lot of people who claim they're druids. They're kind of uh, neo-pagans and they claim they're druid priests. But like ancestors who have actually survived? No. So they, they everything they they celebrate and everything they do is based is based on nothing to do because we have no knowledge of what their druids actually did. Right. Apart from Roman, who are essentially their enemies, uh, depictions of them. So the idea of saying you're a druid is is kind of like you can say you're a druid. No one, can, no one's going to stop you, but it's not true necessarily because there's a there's like nearly a, me, a, a millennia of knowledge gap from the last person to be called a druid to the next person to be called a druid with no information to be transferred across. And a lot of people assume that Stonehenge is something to do with druids. I've heard that. But it's not. It's Stonehenge not. was built, what, 5,000 to 4,000 years ago? So way before the druids even existed. How do you know the druids didn't exist then? I don't. <laughs> but there's no record. <laughs> there's lots of things I don't know, but there's, doesn't mean you, that doesn't mean it's true. Just because you can't disprove something doesn't make it true. That's proof, Reese. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so anyway, um, that is my St. David's Day special. Da, 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 da. Um, again, if you like 360 cameras and YouTube, this will be on YouTube for you to enjoy. Jesse's doing a dance. This 360 camera was a bad idea. It's just so distracted. Uh, wait, what's the call to action, Jesse? Hmm, well, we've done Instagram a bunch. You know what? Review, have, you know reviews. What I was just going to say reviews. Reviews. Yes, reviews. If, if you like us, please take the time to review us on Apple. It helps, like, it helps dramatically. Like, it, does. it really does. And if there are... If, mainly if, our egos. Yeah, mainly our egos. If, if people who, who hate this podcast can take the time out of their, their busy day of hate to pull over the side of the road and take out their phone and leave a hateful review, then, then you, can, you can take 10 seconds and be like, hey, it's good, I like it. you really like us create five emails and log in five times and give us five good reviews i have an idea and <laughs> no, you, don't and do that i'm gonna i have an idea okay oh no it's what about a contest for a t-shirt yeah okay so, a contest. whoever to whoever who, hold on there's my well I'll, I'll say my my idea and then you can tell okay, me you if you like it first. but you can alternate i was order. about to just take over your idea yeah, yeah um so in the next week since this podcast is released Whoever leaves the funniest review on Apple Podcasts will win a T-shirt of their choice from our merch store. Yeah, and if you don't use Apple Podcasts, uh, then you're gonna have to buy an Apple to do that review and take part. <laughs> but if not, I tell you what you can do: you can email us. You can, you can just download it. You, you download it. Like Apple Podcasts yeah. is free. You can. <laughs> yeah, but not if, if you're on Android. But if we, yeah, on Android, it's you can. Is it? Yeah, Apple. You're thinking Apple Music is subscription based, but Apple Podcasts is free for everybody. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, and if you can't get that to work, just email us a review. Um, and if it's funnier than the ones that are posted, we'll. Um, you might win still too. We yeah. want to be accessible to all. So from from one day, from the day that the one week passed. Oh my God! Use your fucking words, Jesse. One week passed the day that this podcast is released. The funniest review on Apple Podcasts, if you have available to Apple Podcasts, wins a T-shirt of their choice from our merch store. And go, great. So um, uh, I cool. hope, I'm hoping these funny, the funny reviews are also happy like David's Day. happy St. David's Day. And we didn't learn about St. David. Um, yeah, who it, the fuck is he? What? He was. <laughs> He was a saint who converted a ton of people in Wales to Christianity. So what and, does he have to do with Druids? Uh, nothing. It's just St. David's Day. It's a day you'd celebrate Welsh stuff, like St. Patrick's Day. You so St. David's Day is just a day to celebrate Welsh 
stuff. Stuff and druids is Welsh stuff. Yeah, because they all got, they all got killed David in Wales. David has nothing to do with druids whatsoever. Not really, no. He, he, his most famous miracle was he was given a sermon and people at the back couldn't hear him. And suddenly a hill rose up under his feet. And um, that was his miracle, which I think is a... He got, it's, if it was me, I would have... impressive, honestly. Yeah, I mean, he could have just gone somewhere with better acoustics. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, good. I don't want to take away from his miracle. <laughs> so anyway, happy St. David's Day. Happy St. David's Day, um, everybody. They, they, and if they, you have a Welsh friend, uh, send them a message and yeah, let them know your thoughts. A nice one. A, a nice, nice message. message. Not a threatening one. No. <laughs> So, uh, I know where you sleep. <laughs> so goodbye, podcast listeners, and goodbye, 360 camera people, too. Au revoir. Thanks for listening and watching. Sticking us in your ear holes and your eye holes. And if you didn't listen or watch, then uh, you wouldn't know. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.